This summer, we're bringing you double Koi gig. Didn't even have to break stride. It was absolutely sublime. We're just we watching it on repeat, yeah. like just yeah. over and over again. <laughs> yeah, and it's rightfully getting the attention it deserves. Subscribe to the OTB Koi gig pod on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. I signed for them after the Euros and after my first day's training on a driving home, I was actually thinking, regretting it, what have I done? Like I walked into a circus. It's amazing, isn't it? Just deal or no deal? Keith Andrews there in the uh, the little build-up. There will be links between some of this Irish team, management team, again, and another job, which is a Bowles job. I definitely think that, be it like... I think Stephen Rice will definitely be mentioned. Um, maybe Jim Crawford. Uh, I don't know what his situation is, but this is an attractive job, and League of Ireland jobs don't come around very often, particularly not a job in Dublin with a big club. Sure, but are the Ireland jobs at the moment not more attractive considering the quality of player that are coming through? It depends on your. It depends on the level of the job. I think for Rice, there's obviously that 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 job that has been. Well, there've been maybe two people in it already. Um, certainly, Rory Higgins. There's a lot of travelling involved. Stephen Rice is a young kid, for example, um, and the League of Ireland is going places. Damien Duff's in the paper; he's the Shells manager. Um, you know, Shamrock Rovers are in the group stage of Europe. It's it's in your own city. I, it'll definitely appeal to, uh, and there'll be like even okay. mad suggestion. Michael O'Neill after leaving Stoke, would he be in the run and come back to Ireland? Probably too big for him, but I, he's going to be the Northern Ireland manager in a few months, probably. There's that as well. That's probably a mad <laughs> one, but it'll be it'll, it's a really interesting one to see who gets that job because it's it's a big job and League of Ireland jobs are a lot more attractive than they used to be. Deal or no deal? There you go. Uh, Brazilian reporter Matheus Leal is reporting that Liverpool have made a twenty million pound sterling bid for Aston Villa midfielder Douglas Luiz. Phil, deal deal or no deal? Uh, deal or no deal? It was like a food show there for a minute. Well, it's your fish this morning. I think Liverpool need midfielders and I, I'm going to be surprised if they if they sign one because just listen to Why would you be surprised? Is that, Liverpool, is that Liverpool need midfielders I'd be surprised Is this like Wenger needed a goalkeeper needed a centre-back refused point-blank to sign one? Well the Klopp sees himself as a manager with midfielders but the problem at the moment is they're injured and I know they will recover from injury but some of those players will get injured again because that is their track record Thiago is obviously an incredibly talented and technically gifted midfielder, but we've talked about this before. He tends to miss a third of the season in the Premier League. So it's like having this fancy car. You look into the garage and you can see it, but someone tells you you can't drive it. So you need players that are durable. And when it was clear that Gino Wijnaldum was probably not going to sign a contract, you were kind of thinking, right, you need to fill that gap there. And... Even though he wasn't great in his last season, he was always available. You knew exactly what you were going to get from him. Whereas now, with Liverpool's midfield, certain players pick up knocks. And there's obviously... Klopp needs to be allowed to count a little bit on this. Because in the Man United game, they started with Harvey Elliott, who's a brilliant uh, prospect and he's already a great footballer. But Henderson and Milner. Yeah. They're midfield. So you haven't signed players. And at this stage, they're already sort of fading out of the title race. In they gave Henderson a lot of money. Henderson is probably slightly on the way and Miller's what, 36. You should not be starting in your, what was it, the third game of the season with that midfield. And they were, obviously, they still had a lot of the ball, but they lost the game and deservedly lost the game. Yeah, well, Fabinho was on the bench and he hadn't had a good game against Crystal Palace previously. 
But with that midfield at Old Trafford, for example, there was no control in it. No. Where, now, Liverpool, when they were in, had their best spells under Klopp, not, didn't necessarily have great control in midfield, but what they did is they got you the ball tempo. back straight away with tempo, and because your attack was so good, there was space for your attackers to exploit the fences that were caught in the hop because they just coughed up possession because yeah. Liverpool's midfield was so good at getting it back. It's not as good at, at retrieving the ball as it used to be. Um, so they need to inject more energy into that. Do yeah. they have the players at the club at the moment who can do that? Like, did did some penny drop during the nine nil, or was do we no, need to no, ignore no, that? No, 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 no. I just think they were. I, I think it helped against Bournemouth that they scored early. I think Liverpool are. They, There's got to be a TAA. There's still this debate. We had it on the show on Saturday. There has to be a debate about playing them in a hole in midfield role. At least give it a go. Well, do you sacrifice too much of right I mean, back. If you if you have a hole in midfielder. Your holding midfielder needs to spot danger. Yeah, so he's not a holding midfielder. You play him in the James Milner, like as one of those three, but not as a not as a six. Yeah, but he drifts into those areas anyway. So I, I don't think the the Trent okay. Alexander. I, I think You're saying no to Douglas Louise, are you? I actually think he would be. He, he's quite a durable player, and he would be available. Um, <laughs> but and no. you need you need cover because. Virgil van Dijk said something interesting after the the Bournemouth game where he was asked about midfield and he said we need midfielders now he wasn't necessarily saying that they need to sign midfielders but he basically said that the engine room is obviously the midfield and you know there's a lot of games well I need some help I don't need my 36 year old coming around screaming at me what was was he doing sliding in put your hands out yeah. What, was he, yeah. what was Milner doing? Yeah. He's 36. Well, it was like his sliding tackle was coming from 15 mm. yards where everybody could see, oh, I'm just going to swivel my hips here and that guy's gone. TAA wasn't the May West in it either. No, there was... But anyway. I think as well, like one of the other options yes could no? have been, <laughs> would he play two in midfield, like a 4-2-3-1? And Klopp was asked about that after the United game and he said, well, basically I couldn't do that because I didn't have enough attackers to play... <laughs> So first world problems. It's okay. Uh, so no, I, no to Louise. Yeah, I, no I, deal. I just I don't know if they're going to sign a midfielder. And I think it, the other team who were linked with, uh, sorry, Douglas Louise, by the way, were Atletico Madrid. So uh, Atletico Madrid, very good at recruitment. Liverpool, very good at recruitment. Steven Gerrard, you're on my bench. I don't want you. I don't need you to Douglas Louise. <laughs> what? Is, what? Like, is it? What? Yeah. Well, I think. Um, could be another tough night for Villa tonight at the Emirates. I think it, I think it will against be. the league leaders. I was it was striking when we had the Villa uh, chats on Monday night. Got massive hits. Villa, it's a massive club. Yeah, like you, you, you'd you'd forget because they were out of the league for so long. Villa, like I was being nice to Owen on his last day. He was like, I ever know a bigger club than Villa. I was like, okay, Owen, okay, you're leaving. That's yeah, fine. all the best. Uh, Cardiff City are in talks with West Brom about signing Callum Robinson, according to Sky Sports News this morning. Robinson has made four appearances for West Brom this season, all from the bench. He's had that um, slightly patronising Steve Bruce. Yeah, he's, he's a good player. He's a very good player. Really like him. Not picking him. Uh, he wasn't in the squad for last night's draw. Wigan, he's 27. Is this a big good move? He needs to play. Um, things were going well from at West Brom until Steve Bruce arrived. And I think a lot of West Brom fans were saying things weren't that bad until Steve Bruce arrived. So, yeah, it's, um, it's, a, it's about getting game time because if he wants to be in Stephen Kennedy's plans he has to play big time so like Cardiff it's it's still championship you got to look at a team are they going to get the best out of you are, are they suited to the way you want to play there's no point in joining a club if 
uh, you're playing in a team where they're lumping the ball at you. I mean, he's a good technical footballer. So when I saw that Steve Bruce was taking over at West Brom, I thought that's probably not great for Callum Robinson. It's been good for Darroche, in fairness. Right, none to say about that? Um, I, just what he, what Phil says, he desperately needs game time. and A uh, bit of confidence. It's a bit of confidence because Ireland are suddenly not too badly served up top and Robinson, who was the starting striker, isn't anymore. For, and it's far from sure of his place, actually, unless he's playing football. Yeah, I think... I don't know. I can see him getting picked. He 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 gets picked when he's fit. Generally. For Ireland, yeah. I, I I think it'd be interesting to see what Stephen Kenny says, but you, you can't necessarily be picking strikers. The manager uh, likes him though. He, li- he does like him, but if he's not playing, well, sorry. He, yeah. If he gets this move, he's gonna. He's, we would assume he's gonna play in Cardiff. At least, but like Parrot's playing week to week. Um, Obafemi's playing week to week. Eda's Eda's Parrot's back fit. Not scoring in the league. He's not scoring. Well, Preston aren't scoring at all. Yeah. Um, but he's apparently his metrics are good. Otherwise, his right. uh, KPIs, apart from fact that he's there yeah. which right. to score Mario Balotelli oh. why always me FC Sion in Switzerland yeah well done yeah uh, so he's joined there uh, and that is it there you go Mario still going he could end up super Mario Mario, couldn't he he could get the both job he, he good for the good for the brand well yeah <laughs> no, it wouldn't be good for the club but no. yeah uh, RB Leipzig managing director Oliver Minzlaff has once again ruled out selling Josko Gvardiol. Have we got this correct? How's your Croatian? Anybody? Yeah, yeah, I was in Croatia there last week. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Thought you um, they've they've a few decent. Oh yeah, great, great country. Love it. I go there a lot. But um, you get your uh, pronunciation right well over there. On what's his name? Josko Gvardiol. Josko. Josko. Yeah. Josko. Josko Gvardiol is twenty. He is an absolute beast of a. A twenty-year-old, and once again, Leipzig are producing these young centre halves. We've obviously seen Kanate go to Liverpool, Upamecano to to Bayern. So he looks like the next one. But yeah, the the talk is that Chelsea would maybe agree a deal, but it won't happen until next summer. But looking at them last night, they were bad. Um, they miss Reese James. The game oh, Reece was Reece James was out. Yeah, they were, okay. the game was lost in the tunnel when Aspilicueta is getting outsmarted by the ball boy from Southampton. You were I waiting to what happened. Yeah. yeah, he got done with the put your hand out and <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got him like and you know uh, you can't be doing that. No, like if you're Aspilicueta, you're, yeah, you're eight. You can totally do that. With ah, like he's, he's probably an internet sensation. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. It's just it's not. It's unmannerly. Well, Aspilicueta was mannerly enough to, you know. They lost the battle, though. People would say that's karma for what happened with Chelsea and Swansea and the ball boy. <laughs> Eden Hazard, you know. It's a long time ago. It is a long time ago. Comes around and all that. Yeah. But uh, just thinking... Yeah, no, they, weren't, they weren't good. Obviously, N'Golo uh, Conte's missing, so they've lost the last two away games and he hasn't been involved in them. Sterling, uh, in fairness, he scored. He had a chance before that, which... Scored twice the weekend as well. Mm. Yeah, so I, I don't think he's... I think one of the issues is... Kai Havertz, what do you do with him? Where's his best position? But in general, their attack is not very good. That was the, it's that not was the big question mark. That was the big question mark. He brought Brohan on last night who like, looked big and burly and decent, but are they trying to get rid of him? Did they put him on so they could sell him in the next 24 hours? Did they put him on because they think he's an option? They have a lot of players who do a lot of the same things. Yes. Yeah. But I just think as a unit, and this was even a criticism I would have had of Tuchel's Chelsea, even last season, where people were wondering, could they go on and win the league? 
and they obviously signed Lukaku and we know it didn't go very well but they are very hard to beat usually they, they haven't been like that the last couple of away games but they still don't convince me going forward in terms of what the plan is yeah. but they have so many good players that they can obviously score goals anyway yeah. but they're not getting the most it's not, out of it. It seems players. almost it's like there's, there's, there's no overarching strategy behind how we're going to score beyond we have a lot of good players. Yeah. We'll give them responsibility to do it. You good players go out and you look after it kind of thing. He, he did more or less antagonise Conte to be fair. Um, he was poor about the referee in a, in a subsequent game when he basically called his integrity into account and maybe there is a little bit coming back to hit him in the face now. Um, but he's definitely under pressure I think. Yeah, I think uh, the results keep going this way. Mm. You just can't spend a quarter of a billion and expect there to be no repercussions for it. Uh, okay, so very quickly, your thoughts on some of the loan deals that have uh, been completed. Deli Alli going to Bajiktas, Callum Hudson-Odoi to Bayer Leverkusen, Harry Winks to Sampdoria. Good for all three of them to be away from the pressure cooker of... Yeah, I, I think... The pressure cooker, Deli Alli in Turkey. Yeah, well... That's that, a pressure cooker. Yeah, that is that is a pressure cooker and he's, you know, if he doesn't perform, the, the crowd will get on his back. But he needed to, to get some sort of a change. But I don't know if, how it's going to work out for him. Uh, I think Hudson-Odoi, that's a good move. I think the way he plays his style, the Bundesliga was suited. It definitely suits attacking players. And Harry Winks, even if it doesn't work out, he gets to wear a Kraken jersey every week. Where is he going? Sampdoria. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's uh, a beaut. Yeah. What will new signing Anthony offer at Manchester United? Oh, he's quality. Um, he's obviously going to play on the right wing. But Where will Jaden Sancho play? Well, he can play him on the left. Right. Um, and you've got options then in the middle. Um, but with Anthony, obviously... Because he's left foot, everyone thinks he's going to cut inside, but not necessarily. Like he has no problem going then the outside, and you know he's not he's not explosive with his pace, but his feet. He's got great feet. Technically, a really good player. So now they need to make sure that they have somebody that can link up with him on that right hand side. And at the moment, it's Diogo Dallo, but there is um, talk of Dest from Barcelona, who obviously would have played under. Ten Hag at Ajax. I didn't haven't seen enough of of Dest at Barcelona to know is that an upgrade on Dallo or is yeah. it just strength and depth and they'll have two right backs then they can kind of interchange like most. Yeah, of the I teams. think they. Uh, yeah, and Juan Bissaka would obviously be let go because Juan Bissaka just isn't good enough attacking wise and actually defensively he seems to, okay, his like. confidence is gone. Like you know when he came to United defensively he was pretty good in terms of when you try and take him on positionally not so good but. You know he's he's definitely hasn't um, he hasn't improved since he's gone to United. So uh, Dest would obviously provide a bit of um, competition, and because Dallow, I don't think Dallow is um, he's not good enough really for the the very top level. But United are not there right now. They're trying to get there. But it'd be another another player that he has managed or played against week in week out so it's very clear they've just decided you are in charge of everything you can have whatever you want fix this yeah and here's some money and it's a lot of money people are talking about Anthony but if he's good then the price tag never gets talked about it's as soon as things go bad the price tag gets thrown at it look at prime example is Harry Maguire I mean remember when Liverpool bought Van Dijk people laughed at the price tag it's irrelevant once they play well yeah Absolutely. I mean and it literally is small figures at this stage uh, Ronaldo is he still going to be there on today I think, I think Friday. I just don't know who's going to take him unless like his move to United all happened very quickly last season so unless something happens quickly maybe the Ten Hag situation is interesting because he's obviously he's saying one thing but he must be thinking oh. another 
Well, I guess he's not a bad sub to have to bring on mm-hmm. if you're chasing the game. Is he good in the dressing room if he's not That's playing? That's the thing. I don't know. I, mean, he, I don't know if he's going to have... I think... So Ten Hag is now going to have eight or nine players who absolutely think he is the dog's bollocks, mm. right? Because of what's happened. Mm. The ones he's all signed, the ones who've all played with him before, yeah. and the ones who are like, oh, there's somebody who knows what he's doing in charge. All of a sudden... Fernando's pouting they're like oh your man's pouting again it's not like yeah. oh the, he's the leader I've got to follow him because like he's clearly the boss when Solskjaer is like you know mm. that's changed so is he even a good option off the bench going forward like is he certainly he not is. what he was I mean like say for example he didn't play against Liverpool he, he came on but he didn't start but think about the first few minutes when that ball fell to Alanga mm. and he didn't score but if that ball fell to Ronaldo he does score, but his now, legs are gone more or less. Yeah, he the the, the is a dynamic Man United team in the making yeah. in terms of pace and that. So he totally changes the narrative. Yeah, um, but um, it's a difficult one. I mean, short of well, it, you, 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 you can cancel his contract. Like mm-hmm. Ross Barkley has uh, yeah. contract cancelled, and you just pay him a lot of money to go away, and that's fine. And then he's not a problem in the dressing room. Or you decide that we rather than giving him the money up front, we're going to pay him on a weekly basis and hopefully he'll score 10 goals between now and the end of the season and that's worthwhile you know Terrible cup yeah. um, and look, maybe they win the Europa League and he gets nah, he has that that's medal I don't know um, what's the Dubravka signing about is he gonna no he's just backup keeper Not no pressure no but I, I think that is a position that they need to look at in, in the future because if Ten Hag has an idea of how he wants to play um, then De Gea is not the answer but see it's like you have to clear players off the the squad list, and you have to bring it in bit by bit. And they've done a remarkable job. If they if they get if they get Dest, it will be like a half a team at least. Yeah, and that's a remarkable one transfer window. Mm. It's not bad considering a few weeks ago it looked where they, they really poor came from. And yeah. now it's about playing with the intensity that Ten Hag wants the way they played against Liverpool, but you know they weren't great against Southampton. So, Southampton are really be, good. It turns out. Yeah, well, the pitch didn't help either, and the pitch was awful again last night. But look, there is going to be setbacks. So as soon as there are setbacks, then all the same arguments come up. But the thing is, like, this was never going to be a quick fix. But oh. unfortunately, when you're the manager of Manchester United, I don't know if the same arguments are as as readily available to people now. They do have Casemiro in midfield. They will have some brain power there. They will have some brawn there. They will have like. Uh, a fast forward who's tricky and I don't know maybe maybe he's a bust Sancho I don't know if Sancho's going to make it at this level like do you try and ship Sancho out and try and get some of that money back I think if the if you have a good forward unit Sancho works for you perfectly mm. because he's a very intelligent footballer and he so he's going to be a, an inside left yeah but that's his position I mean he, he, he can also you can interchange Anthony could play in the left if you want it um, so we see it often as well if you're playing three up front you know players can drift into the centre so it's about having fluidity and I, I see Sancho definitely as part of that OK alright uh, Man City Aaron talks over deal sign Borussia Dortmund centre back Manuel Akanji is this a position City needs to strengthen is this good big time yeah because even when they played Newcastle a few weeks ago the starting centre halves were Stones and Ake and you think when you see those the problem is you usually can't get the ball off City so they're fine for most games but if there's a big game against good opposition and in fairness to Newcastle that day they caused 
City a lot of problems. A game and a half, they conceded five goals. And it was like, in the Newcastle game, they did, like, when they lost possession, they was mm. like, Jesus, you can actually hurt these yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. When, but the thing is, City are just not used to teams going at them because they have the ball for so long. Mm. And obviously Ruben Diaz came on in that game as well. And I think it is a position that they definitely need to strengthen. I've never really understood the whole um, thing behind Nathan Ake. But they spent a lot of money on that. Yeah. Uh, Will Liverpool sign anybody before the window closes? Yes or no? No. All right. That is today's deal or no deal. I signed for them after the Euros. After my first day's training, I was driving home. I was actually thinking, regretting it. What have I done? I was like I walked into a circus. It's amazing, isn't it? 